On today's podcast for Crossfire Faith and Gaming, we look at Starfield being delayed again, FIFA no more as a video game, and Batman Unburied. It's the show that you should listen to. All coming at you next. Welcome back to another episode of Crossfire Faith and Gaming. Uh, we appreciate your patience as we've been on kind of a hiatus after Easter uh, because we have been doing a lot of things. There's a lot of things in the works. We'll talk a little bit about it at the end of the show. Um, but most of all, I want to welcome you to today's show where we're going to bring you some news, some conversations about the upcoming stuff going on in the future at Crossfire. And uh, yeah, Russ, let's just dive right in. So you were talking about, uh, tell, us, tell us what you're talking about in the news here. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got we've got obviously a lot of news because we have been gone for a little while with um, Holy Week and just how busy it is during the month of April. So we're finally back and uh, to kick off the news, one of the biggest things that happened over the last little while, uh, Xbox and Bethesda have delayed Starfield to 2023 with no official release date announced. Uh, pushing it out of its November release window from 2022. And probably one of the biggest concerns and issues with this move is Xbox no longer has a big hitter on the schedule for 2022. They almost didn't have one last year, as we recall, uh, with Halo kind of coming in uh, a little late. Uh, but now it looks like for the year 2022, Xbox doesn't really have much coming out. Uh, thoughts, David, on Starfield? Um, were you excited for it? Is it disappointing that uh, it's no longer coming out this year? What are, what are your thoughts on Starfield being delayed? Well, I went to E3 in 2017 uh, where they announced Starfield. And literally they, they showed this trailer that was just like, here is light coming around the side of a planet. And then here's a satellite opening Starfield coming soon. And it was at the same time they were announcing uh, Bethesda's next greatest uh project in fallout 76 and yep. so when fallout 76 had a huge flop i thought oh boy well this starfield thing sure is going to be a doozy then um granted you know different development groups different you know different everything but still you know just been waiting to see what's going on what starfield is uh we've seen a little bit just enough to kind of whet our appetite okay so it's like you know some big space adventure but now we're we're still waiting so i will continue to wait and uh, you know, let me know when you have a game. I'll check it out. <laughs> well, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see if it is Skyrim in space, um, because as we know, Skyrim is the like all time classic um, that has literally been ported to like every machine in the world uh, and has become you know a cult hit uh, that everybody loves. Um, moving on to some other news, uh, PlayStation Plus actually today, so we've got some newer news. Uh, announced some of the games coming to the new PlayStation Plus lineup. Quick reminder for everybody out there, there will be uh, three tiers to PlayStation, uh, the new PlayStation Plus, I should say. Uh, and those tiers include uh, Essential, Extra, and Deluxe. Essential is 
technically the original PlayStation Plus, so you just get free multiplayer games, and you get uh, a couple games free a month that you can download and keep as long as you have the subscription. Extra, which is going to add some PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games, as well as some classic games, but not include PlayStation 3. And then Deluxe, which will include uh, game streaming, PlayStation 3 games, all the PlayStation 4 and 5 and everything before it, as well as trials so two hour trials um and then really quick i'm just going to go through just a couple of the games that kind of stick out um as far as first uh party exclusive games we've got uh days gone death stranding and death stranding's director's cuts demon souls for ps5 uh destruction all-stars infamous second son marvel spider-man miles miles marvel spider-man miles morales uh resigun returnal uh the last of us remastered uncharted collection uncharted 4 uncharted lost legacy um as far as some third party games they also announced as part of this that ubisoft plus is coming to playstation as a separate uh separate subscription however they are including the ubisoft plus classic games as part of the tiers which will include Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, uh, For Honor, um, just to name a few of the games that'll be coming, all the South Park games, uh, The Crew, Tom Clancy's The Division. Um, so uh, some interesting classic games as far as uh, Ubisoft uh, plus classic. Uh, and then some old school games, of course, coming. The big hitters are going to be your Siphon Filter, uh, Tekken 2, uh, Ape Escape 2, the Jack series, Dark Cloud, uh, Siren, Wild Arms 3. So some interesting games there. Uh, and then, of course, some other PlayStation 3 games, which will be some bigger titles. Uh, your Hot Shots Golf, your Infamous series, MotorStorm, Ratchet and Clank, Resistance 3. Um, so for some very interesting things. Here's the cool thing, though. The time-limited trials of two hours. Uh, you can play these games for two hours for free if you're part of the deluxe uh, top tier the uncharted legacy of thieves collection horizon forbidden west two hours cyberpunk 2077 farming simulators 2022 tiny tina's wonderland and wwe 2k 22 are all available to try at launch uh, with more game trials on the way so david what are your thoughts on some of these titles anything that catches your eye that you're like i might try that out or um, are you even going to be getting the highest tier of PlayStation Plus? Yeah, I, I think it fits um, the way the world is going, right? Games as a subscription service makes a lot of sense. Xbox has certainly seen a ton of success with Game Pass. Um, I love Game Pass, especially for the idea that I can jump into a game. I can play it for an hour or two. You know, part of the problem that we're all struggling with, and me especially, you know, this is on the YouTube. If you're watching me right now, I'm pointing to the screen I have back here, which I made a screenshot of all of my backlog. And this is like just a fraction of it. Um, you know, part of the problem is there's just too many really good games to play, uh, just like there are too many really good shows to watch. And we all have lives that we're living as well. And so we got to try to balance and pick and choose. And, you know, so for me, I love the idea. You can jump into a game, play it for an hour or two and say, do I like these mechanics? Do I like these graphics? Do I like the story? Do I like where this is going? Am I willing to give it more time versus do I need to spend $70 
just to try the game in the first place. So I think it's a really smart decision on PlayStation's part. Uh, I will probably be getting the top tier uh, PlayStation Now subscription. Uh, and, you know, then I will stare at my backlog, fill myself with anxiety, and I'll just go play Rocket League. But um, in all seriousness, I think it's a great move for PlayStation. And, you know, I, I just think it's, it's where the industry is going. Um, and Xbox has said a lot of game developers get far more sales of games or more installs and more plays of games because you take this little indie game that most people might not even try. You know, certainly I think, uh, unpacking Tunic. was one of those for me. Tunic was yeah. one of those for me. Um, the shredders was one of those for me. I probably was not going to buy Tunic, you know, now that I've played it, I might've been willing to buy it had I played through that little demo and I think it just goes back to like back when I was a kid getting those PC gamer discs in the mail. There are so many games that I played because I played the demo on the PC gamer disc. So yeah. I think it's great. Well, and, and not just that I go back to my time of going to like a rental store and renting games and part of the allure to rental stores back in the day for us was going to the store without any knowledge, not knowing what came out, not knowing what's new, not knowing what, you know, all that. And picking games and movies based on the covers. Like, that was the important aspect to it. And that does, that's not as important anymore because of the way that we collect our news and all that. So we don't get that same thing. So I, I'm excited. I think there's a lot of games that people will be interested. I've played a lot of the games that have come out, but I'm okay with that. Um, you know, there's still some games I want to go back into. There's some games that I want to check out that I haven't. But for the most part, I'm excited for people who maybe are not a part of the PlayStation ecosystem getting to try a lot of these games that they may have missed. Um, and I think that's kind of a huge aspect to this and, and value. Um, moving on to other news. So we're going to move on to the more delay news uh, slash some cancellations. So Gotham Knights, which is coming from WB Studios, the creators, not of Batman Arkham Asylum series. No, Batman Arkham Origins was created by this studio. Uh, they are creating a co-op kind of, interesting batman game uh it was not only delayed uh to october 25th it was also announced that it has been canceled for ps4 and xbox one meaning that it is a next gen exclusive only uh i know that a lot of people are upset by this uh, i think most of the backlash that people see are they don't think the game looks as great as it needs to to be a next gen only title um so they're kind of wondering what's going on there uh and it's causing a little bit of concern for the game itself that if they can't get it to run on a normal console, what's it going to be like on a next gen console when it doesn't even look that great. Um, I'm a little apprehensive. Uh, WB is not terrible. Uh, Rocksteady is the big Batman developer and they're working on the suicide squad, which also got delayed to 2023. Uh, but for now, I, I think we'll have to be to wait and see. Uh, have you seen anything on this Dave? Are you at all interested in Gotham Knights? Um, I have not seen anything on it. Um, I, you know, it's one of those that, uh, I've seen a little bit of Gotham Knights and, uh, you know, like everything else looks like one of those things that's interesting and I'll put it in my, like, <laughs> I'll check it out someday when I'm, you know, 87 and I get through my <laughs> backlog. Um, but you know, I do think gotcha. it's interesting the number of games that I'm seeing that are, that they are canceling or delaying, uh, and saying, uh, we're not going to release this on last gen because we want it to look better, 
But, you know, even like uh, like Shredders, right? It's a good example. I was playing that on the stream a while back uh, for the Xbox. Um, it was on Xbox Game Pass. Very exciting. I told everybody, hey, go check this out. We'll come to find out it's only on next gen, right? And so, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it's not like it has crazy ray tracing on the snow or anything. Like, so why why is this game that essentially looks very similar to Steep in terms of its graphics as a snowboarding game, why is this next gen only strange it is a little weird um other news very big news this this one crushed the gaming industry uh even for people who don't like sports games this is a big deal uh but fifa the ongoing sports series by ea sports it is the highest selling uh gaming series in history uh selling the most amount of people love their soccer history i mean it's been going since i think 95 96 uh is no more. Uh, FIFA, the Football International Federation Association, I think that's what it is. I can't remember. Football International, yeah, something like that. Uh, they have ended their partnership with EA Sports after a uh, breakdown in negotiations over the extension of their exclusivity deal. And uh, EA Sports pretty much said to FIFA, You're crazy for wanting that much money. We think we've made you more of a household name than you make us a household name. And we can go on without you. So hello, EA Sports FC, which after FIFA 2023, this upcoming fall, that will be the last FIFA game. And we will say hello again to EA Sports FC in the coming years. This also opens the door for some potential other partnerships for FIFA. Uh, There was a rumor that maybe Take Two might make a soccer game. Who knows? But for now, we have no more FIFA after this year, so enjoy it while you get it. Uh, Dave, I know you're a huge FIFA fan. You play FIFA constantly online. I know you're rated in the top uh, you know, 50 in the world. Uh, yeah, my, my extent to which I have uh, played FIFA is that I did install it to my PlayStation because it was one of the free games this month. That is the extent I have. I, maybe I've played it once at somebody's house when I was a kid. Um, I do think, you know, I'm wondering at this point with the younger generation of gamers, if FIFA is not a bigger name than EA sports, uh, you know, for those kids who grew up, you know, what 2000 and on, you know, you didn't play the EA sports in the late nineties where everything was EA sports, you know, Madden, MLB, NHL, ML, NBA. It was like the EA sports uh, dynasty almost. Um, I, so I, I think FIFA's got a point to make. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. I mean, I think they'll be fine. Cause it's the same sports game that they'll get. I mean, nothing's really going to change. It's just the name. Um, you know, they're totally different, different soccer deals, mechanics, <laughs> but yeah, huge difference. I mean, it's, it's so. not like they're going to take FIFA and try to do like MLB, the show, like simulation soccer, or like it's uh, you know, the thumbstick is how you kick with it. Well, so something that that people have brought up is that it might open up EA to make more fun, you know, arcadey type soccer games separate from their FIFA franchise. Right now, they do have a game mode within FIFA that's kind of the old FIFA Street. Uh, but uh, you know, it might open them up to some more things. We'll see. Um, next up, big news for PlayStation as we continue with some PlayStation stuff. Uh, PlayStation currently putting $300 million more million into its first-party games and aiming for multiple platforms. And so article from Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN, uh, he has a quote in there from uh, head of uh, 
from the Sony studio saying, we plan to increase software development expenses aimed at strengthening first-party studios at our existing studios by approximately 40 billion yen, which is only $308 million. Going forward, we aim to grow the game business by strengthening our first-party software and deploying that software on multiple platforms. Now, quick little thing, that multiple platforms, that does not mean like Xbox or something else. Um, What it most likely means is it's talking about PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 joint releases, as well as PlayStation's recent move to adding more games to PC. So with this, Sony will be investing more heavily into studios like Sony Santa Monica, Sucker Punch, Naughty Dog, all the current studios and platforms that they already have, and just increasing their size to potentially make more games or just continue making great, amazing, massive games. Uh, There is a uh, little chart that Sony sent over in the article, which does show that as Sony has invested more money in their studios, the studios have also increased in sales performances. So, David, are you excited for more Sony bangers with uh, Sony increasing the investment in their first party studios and saying, hey, we are going to be about games and games alone? I think it makes sense. I mean, I think that's the biggest reason to buy a Sony console. And at this point, they've got so much invested in all these studios. You know, you almost wonder, could they make more money going multi-platform and saying, you know, yeah, it might hurt PlayStation box sales, but, you know, if we're taking on this games, a subscription model and we're just pushing lots of games, I mean, not that I think that, you know, Miles Morales and, and uh, Death Stranding and Horizon are going to come to Xbox, but uh, you never know, right? I mean, I, I still feel bad. The fact that like God of war that won the game of the year award, like half the people out there with game boxes can't play because they're on Xbox or switch or, you know, those exclusively I'm like, you know, so then you've got to encourage them to buy a, a, you know, $2,000 gaming PC so they can go play the top of the line. I don't know. I think games makes a lot of sense. I think we've seen that as uh, MLB, the show, has gone from being a PS exclusive to being on Xbox and now this year on Switch. Uh, although I will say I'm really upset with all the Switch players out there because I get my butt kicked every week uh, by some Switch players. I don't know. Is it easier to play on Switch? Something weird? Maybe I'm just that bad. It'd be harder. But um, so I've got some news. I feel kind of bad that we've got so much PlayStation news in here. Um, two, two PlayStation articles. Well, you know, but but this two one Xbox is specific articles. to the Switch and the Xbox. So if you're listening and you feel like we've been ignoring you because you've got a Switch and an Xbox, uh, Fall Guys is going free to play. It says the Battle Royale game is headed to Nintendo Switch and Xbox in June. Uh, so alongside its F2P, what is F2P? I don't know. Free to play. Free to play. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know my acronyms. LOL stands for little old ladies, right? Uh, laugh out loud <laughs> lol um lots of love right uh so fall guys ultimate knockout bean based battle royale game that launched in 2020 going free to play i we had a ton of fun with that as a family just playing fall guys when it first came out uh it's a little ridiculous but i think if it's all free to play uh you know we could we could stream some fall guys on our twitch stream that could be fun so yeah so everybody out there uh look for some fall guys on your console near you uh next uh, up well i'll ask how do you feel about fall guys you excited uh, russ you know i never i never got a platinum i gonna... never got into fall guys part of the reason was because of how hard the the platinum was did you try it uh, no i just heard from people who oh. really pulled their hair out of their heads and said 
I wanted to get the platinum in it, and it is the worst thing ever because you have to win first place in either three or five in a row games of Fall Guys. Wow. One of the one of the hardest trophies ever made, they say. Wow. It's such a luck because you could get yeah. a really bad group a couple times in a row. Right. But doing it that many times in a row is not easy. Um, and it takes a ton of luck, uh, which nobody likes. Monkeys so. and typewriters. Just gotta no, thank just you. Keep so. at it. Go ahead, David. Move on. Let's let's get the sure. Really exciting yeah. Stuff. So um, media. So the, the Batman thing I was excited about was uh, you mentioned on our Discord uh, Monday night chat a while ago. Uh, the Batman Unburied podcast series on Spotify, uh, which is number one on the charts worldwide. I've got an article from Variety here that talks about it. Uh, it, it is not for kids, so content <laughs> warning there. Uh, if you yeah. are under the age of you know 35, don't listen to it. Um, no, but in all seriousness, Batman Unburied, it's an excellently done um, podcast kind of uh, episodic drama radio radio series. Uh, radio series basically yeah i mean it's it is kind of harkens back to that that older era in a new medium yeah. uh yeah. but i listened to the first two episodes and i am super impressed uh it stars winston duke as bruce wayne and batman and i gotta say he kind of sounds like a ben affleck to me so to me i'm just like imagining the ben affleck batman uh, also i will say uh, very interesting as a radio play. Of course, you don't see the uh, the ethnic backup background of uh, the people, but a pretty diverse cast. So we've got Winston Duke as Bruce Wayne, Hassan uh, Minaj as the Riddler, Sam Witwer as the Harvester, and Gina Rodriguez as Barbara Gordon. Um, and uh, then we've also got, uh, I believe, oh gosh. I was looking for the, the guy's name anyway, but it's got uh, the gal from uh, Ashley Birch from yes. Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. And then uh, is it Riddick? Somebody Riddick, I, I want to yeah. say. Um, can't remember his first name. It's killing me. Uh, but he plays Silence in the Horizon series. So uh, just excellent voice actors, excellent, well done podcast. Are you going to listen to it? What do you think? Oh yeah, I have it. I have it saved. I have it downloaded. Um, I just, you know, it's one of those things that you know I'll listen to some music while I'm working uh, throughout my day when I'm just kind of doing my normal stuff without meeting with anybody. Um, and, and I'll I'll listen to music, but I want to listen to it and I want to hear it. So I definitely don't want to be distracted. Uh, just for our podcast listeners too, let me let me read a quick synopsis summary of what the show is, just so you guys can see how crazy this thing is. Um, a psychological thriller which takes listeners on a new journey deep into the mind of Bruce Wayne. Listeners are introduced to a Batman who is a forensic pathologist in his civilian life, working in the bowels of Gotham Hospital and tasked with examining the victims of Gotham City's latest serial killer, the Harvester. Wayne has to navigate a series of dark twists and turns with some classic Batman villains and face his own mental demons in order to save the citizens of Gotham from the Harvester. Uh, so just a quick little summary. Uh, I think what I read, like, uh, Bruce Wayne's dad's alive. He's a doctor at the hospital. Um, the Riddler is like a detective. Um, just kind of, kind of really cool stuff that I'm excited to hear and listen. Um, and I think it's going to be great, especially me being a Batman fan. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. And that is Lance Reddick who plays, uh, yeah. Thomas Wayne. So 
excellent, yes. excellent, and such a unique voice too. He's the first yeah. voice you'll hear on the podcast coming on saying, "You know, this is not for children. Listener discretion <laughs> is advised." Anyway, he's got a voice for radio, man. He's got a voice for radio. He's just uh, an excellent yeah. actor. I, I was really loved all of his stuff in uh, Horizon series. You know, and that that takes some. That's a takes a lot of effort to do those uh, mocap suit you know, type stuff. I just, I cannot imagine what it must be like to try to do that kind of acting. You know, you're in this mocap suit and you're trying to be all serious. And the person across from you is wearing this like weird contraption on their head. And you're like, don't leave me. I can't believe you're dying or, you know, whatever. Anyway, bring us the next news. Um, well, I want to do a quick little shout out. I, I did see Dr. Strange multiverse of madness, uh, two weeks ago when it came out. Uh, Marvel's, as a lot of people have said, you probably already heard it. Uh, this is definitely Marvel's take on their first ever horror movie. Um, you know, Sam Raimi uh, d- directing. If you know anything about Sam Raimi, besides the fact that he did the original Spider-Man movie. Before that, though, he was heavily into the horror uh, scene, uh, having done The Evil Dead, uh, Drag Me to Hell, uh, just some different movies that um you know have that kind of horror element to it so he definitely brings that to doctor strange and the multiverse of madness um also i think there's kind of a good message uh i will say there is a message about loss and grief um and you know we had a family uh, a friend who went and saw it not really knowing about it and you know they were a family that has struggled with infertility and children and and all this thing and so the movie definitely has a lot of callbacks to that, which was kind of um, trauma issues for them when they went and saw it. They came out and said it was very hard to watch. Uh, overall, though, I mean, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, recommend it, but it, I definitely think it's a hard PG-13. Um, I was going to say, would you uh, recommend for children? Nobody under the age of 13 or 14 should even come close to seeing this. This is not your Marvel movie. This is not your... You know, the other movies were definitely getting on the more adult scale with Marvel movies as we get into this. So that's yeah. how I felt with the last Batman with the uh, well, technically PG-13. But I was like, there were some parts in here that, you know, yep. that and it takes two, which yeah. Sa- the elephant. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Well, in the vacuum, we won't even talk about that. Either. <laughs> that's like, right. The that, vacuum that game. I was sad. Uh, then a couple other things. We just got some more news as far as what's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, which we probably will talk about on the podcast. Uh, we will talk about uh, Kenobi comes out next week. If you're a Star Wars fan, that'll probably be uh, heavily talked about. Uh, Top Gun, the movie Maverick. Uh, I'm excited for uh, Rescue Rangers, the new movie coming to Disney Plus. Uh, who th- who knew that combining Andy Samberg and John Mulaney was like the most genius thing for a comedy movie? Uh, yeah, perfect. Uh, and the final season of Stranger Things. So if you're into pop culture and movies and TV shows, you've got a couple great weeks coming up. Uh, but to transition to David, let, tell us about a story. We're going we're gonna to go a little serious. We want to address something a little quickly. Uh, but David, go ahead and uh, tell yeah. us what is going on and kind of how does that relate to Crossfire? Sure. So I, you know, I just saw the news. I was looking for gaming news to bring everybody. And I did see the news that the, uh, the recent shooting that happened in Buffalo, uh, I saw the news that it was apparently planned by a guy who was part of this discord server for white supremacists and, uh, that it was live streamed on Twitch, which I had no idea. 
Uh, and I just want to say, you know, as a community that uses Discord and Twitch, uh, first off, I mean, if you're a parent and you're listening to this and you're suddenly feeling like, you know, should I allow my kid on Discord? Should I allow my kid to watch Twitch? Uh, right? These are platforms, right? So this is, you know, a person who did a terrible thing using a platform. Uh, I would always recommend for parents or for kids, you know, know what part of, uh, of the internet you're on, right? Know what part of the, uh, if your kid's on some discord servers, know who's on those servers, what they're all about. Um, but also wanted to just say, you know, as a place that aims to be an inclusive place for all people, uh, we really aim to make crossfire as open, as welcoming and as inclusive as possible. And so if you see anything, uh, or if you hear anything, please say something, please bring it to our attention. If somebody is bullying in the discord chat or even in the Minecraft server, uh, please let us know, you know, the internet is a very difficult place to moder monitor and moderate. Uh, and so we're trying to walk this fine line balancing between creating a very open space where lots of people can come, uh, and creating a place that is very well moderated, uh, where we don't engage with these kind of difficult, uh, things. And so I just want to say that if you see anything, or if you've got ideas or ways that you think we can make a crossfire better, please let us know. Um, because we aim to be completely the opposite of the type of discord server and Twitch stream that this guy had. Uh, but we want to make a place that's inclusive and welcoming for all people. And as always, we just want to say thank you for partnering with us in this work. Uh, thank you for your patronage for those of our supporters on Patreon. Uh, if you don't know, you can go up here to, uh, I guess it's over there, patreon.com slash church for gamers. You can support us there. Uh, you can also just support us with your prayers, presence, gifts, and service and witness. Like we say in the Methodist church. So uh, thank you for your patronage. Thank you for your support. And uh, yeah, so quick transition now into some more exciting news. Um, unless Russ, did you want to say anything on that? Or is that? No, no, no. Okay. You said it. You said it eloquently. So there. more exciting news. I want to let you know uh, again. Thank you for your patronage, but also thank you for your patience. Uh, we have been doing a lot of things behind the scenes. We've had a lot of things in the works. So we have been not publishing as much, uh, not streaming as much, not podcasting as much because we've been working, uh, behind the scenes. So we are going to have a Minecraft night coming up pretty soon. We'll be advertising. Uh, we are going to have more weekly Twitch streaming right now. I think we've got pretty much scheduled through June to really try to have at least two Twitch streams per week. Uh, so Russ is going to be over on Wednesday nights. I'm going to be taking Friday afternoons and then, uh, we've got even more stuff coming beyond that. So please stay tuned to hear what's going on with Crossfire, how you can get involved and how Crossfire can benefit you and your community. So anything else you want to say, Russ, or are we ready to close on out? No, I think we're good. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in and uh, checking us out. If you are for the first time again, make sure you guys uh, check out our link tree. Uh, we'll have that as a link in YouTube and all that. So you can check where you can find us, our Discord, Facebook, website, all the wonderful things that we do. Uh, and again, we just appreciate you guys so much. We're excited to see where this goes. We're excited uh, for some of these new opportunities coming up. And we've got some exciting things uh, continually planned uh, for the future. So an annual conference. Yes, I forgot to mention, Russ and I will both right. be there at the uh, Helena annual conference of the Mountain Sky Conference of the Methodist Church. Yes, and we might have some exciting things happening there. Who knows? So make sure you guys stick with us. Uh, follow us on all the social medias, and we will see you guys next time on the Crossfire Faith and Gaming Podcast. 
You guys have a wonderful day. God bless.